Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to this solo edition of the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast. I am Billy Embody here in San Antonio, where the weather has been lovely for us, at the All-America Bowl practices the game is set for Saturday at noon on NBC, so you can check out five future Tigers uh, in that game on Saturday. It's one of the biggest showcases of the All-Star season. Uh, just wrapped up watching the Under Armour uh, game on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, saw some of the guys playing that one. Ryan Yates, so Lance Hurd, um, Shelton Sampson was nicked up early in the week, um, and, and the Tigers um, also were without Deshaun Womack being able to participate in that one as well. But JV and Tobiano, the four-star defensive back and one of LSU's newest additions, got into that contest. I'll be talking with Shay Dixon a little bit more about that. But what I'm here to do is kind of run down the first two days of practice for the East and West. Some of the takeaways initially for uh, the LSU guys that are here in attendance. And we'll also uh, talk with Shay later this week more so you know, about what's going on with the transfer portal world for LSU as well, um, with Demario Tolan, the linebacker, uh, entering the portal uh, Wednesday morning. Woke up to that news, uh, but there was some good news from Wednesday. Jay Bramblett, the punter, uh, did announce his return to LSU. So without further ado, let's jump into some of the takeaways. And I want to lead off with the guy who I think out of the LSU signees has had the best week so far, and that is Whit Weeks, uh, the four-star linebacker for us at On3. Uh, out of Oconee County in Georgia. He's set to be an early enrollee uh, and head straight from here pretty much to Baton Rouge uh, and enroll and, and get in there uh, for spring ball. I, I think he's really somebody that, one, we moved him up in the rankings at the start of his senior year after seeing the first few games. He played all over for Oconee County, uh, played running back, returned kicks for touchdowns, uh, was dominant on defense. And we're seeing a lot of that movement skills here in San Antonio. Um, he's playing against... Uh, quite honestly, some of the best running backs in the country. Uh, Alabama signing Justice Haynes, uh, who's, in my opinion, really, really, really good. Um, he matched up with him and had a really good rep. Justice Haynes kind of ran an out route against him uh, and, and was able to make the reception, but weeks flashed. Uh, and that was where I kind of knew, okay, the athleticism that we've seen on tape, you know, playing as a senior uh, really um, manifested itself out here in San Antonio. And he's backed that up uh, throughout the rest of practices. Um, I got a chance to watch, uh, and this is Wednesday morning, got a chance to watch him uh, in some run fits uh, with some inside run drills. And he's somebody that is going to have to add weight. Um, you know, he kind of got into the mix a little bit. He's not afraid to put his head in there. He is a football guy. Uh, but in terms of what he'll need to do, he'll need to add some weight uh, just so he can shed and release, um, you know, guys like, um, you know, that are coming at him, like DJ Chester, uh, LSU's four-star offensive line signee, saw them. Uh, get into a little battle uh, in that inside run drill as well as some of the other highly touted guys on the offensive line that are here. Uh, but really his athleticism is what stands out. And when you kind of project uh, players just overall, you want to see that athleticism first. Um, you want to know that they can put it together on the football field under the lights. But 
that's half the battle is being athletic enough to play in the best conference in college football. And Whit Weeks has that. Um, and he has that football mindset. His dad played football at Georgia. Obviously, his brother Wes uh, is a linebacker at LSU right now. Um, and his younger brother is coming up uh, at Oconee County as well. So uh, there's more uh, of the Weeks family to come uh, in the future. So Wit really shined with that athleticism, ability to run and diagnose. Uh, that's what stands out to me so far here in San Antonio. Uh, I think that's the biggest part. Uh, that he's going to bring is somebody that can run, run and cover. Uh, you know, he moves around really well. He, uh, you know, gets deep in his drops quickly um, when he needs to flash to the flat, flash to the flats. Uh, he's very, very quick in that regard as well. He had a nice breakup uh, on a deep pass play uh, intended for Brandon Ennis, the Ohio State wide receiver signing, who's really, really good as well. So he's flashed in different ways, but I would say his athleticism is what really stands out to me. He's just able to kind of do it all. Um, in terms of how he's able to run around and and be all over the field. He, he in my mind, at least so far, looks like a true sideline to sideline guy. And as he adds, adds weight uh, with the strength and conditioning program at LSU, uh, he's going to be a good one uh, in my mind. So uh, that's the one that stands out right now to me. Um, I'll move on to, to the pass catchers. That's that's always who uh, really you know a lot of people ask the most questions about. Um, and I'll start with Camorian Pimpton. I just got done talking to him on the field. Um, he kept his recruitment very close to the vest down the stretch. Uh, he didn't talk to many people. There weren't interviews after visits, um, really, with his LSU one. You know, he, I think he kind of did one interview, and that was kind of it. Um, and Texas pushed for him, and there weren't any interviews that I saw after that. Um, so it was good to catch up with him. And, uh, you know, I had seen him play uh, in his final high school game when North Crowley lost to Prosper in the playoffs in Texas. Um, and, and what a senior year he had, uh, you know, I think he finished with 17, 18 touchdowns on the year, um, over a thousand yards receiving. So just a dominant, dominant player uh, at the highest level of Texas high school football. So he comes in as a late ad for the All-American Bowl uh, in that tight end room. They needed to find someone. And I, I tell you what, he looks the part out here uh, measured in at about six, six and a half. He's got an insane wingspan with 36 and a half inch arms. Uh, his hands measured in, I believe, a bit over 10 inches, which is just insane. So you see all of this and you see this Greek god, quite honestly, running around out there on the football field. And you want to know, can he you know, put everything together and catch the football? Obviously, he did that at the high school level very, very well um, as a senior this past year, blowing up. Uh, he's now the number six tight end in the country for on three. Um, I believe we're the highest on him uh, at this point by far. Um, he might have moved up somewhere along the lines, but um, I know we're really, really high on him. I love the way he moves around. He's able to run really well. Uh, he's a willing blocker. Um, he's gotten into the mix. He, he's not afraid to put his head in there. Uh, and so that stands out um, to me, you know, just watching him move around. He's gotten some opportunities to catch the ball, and he looks pretty natural at it. Um, and sometimes it's awkward for a guy that size to be able to you know, catch, catch it the right way, um, not body it. Sometimes you want to see them be strong with their hands and He's got that. And so I'm, I'm excited to see how he puts it all together in the game. If he gets opportunities, this is a tight end group that's pretty solid in my mind. Pierce Berlin, uh, the Georgia signing, he's been dominant. Um, there's Jelani McDonald out there as well, um, who I think is set to commit to Texas this weekend. Most likely the uh, four-star uh, athlete out of Waco Connolly. So it's a good group. And for, for him to stand out says a lot. So Brian Kelly and his staff, uh, as a quick aside, just did a really nice job recruiting him. Uh, talking with him, I said, hey, like, did it mean anything to you that they offered in October as your senior year really started to pick up? 
And did that kind of impact how you viewed them as they came in, quote unquote, late after Vanderbilt had come in so early on you and, and gotten him committed over the summer? And he said, yes, you know, Cortez Hankton was actually the one that uh, was able to you know, start that process and was you know, in contact with them very, very early on. And as they went through the process, they just said, hey, look, take your time, go through your playoffs and come on a visit and see if you like it. And even leading up to that visit, it was one of those things where is he going to show up? We'd heard the buzz, um, but we hadn't heard it from Kamarian, really. Um, and so he comes to campus. He said he loved it. And there wasn't ever any pressure uh, from the staff like, hey, you you need to flip. We're, we got to go somewhere else um, if you don't or, um, you know, all those things that sometimes down the stretch, if you're really, really pushing for a guy uh, that that can kind of push them away. Uh, in a way. And so um, Kamorian Pimpton said that was one thing that really stood out to him is just that gentle push in a way uh, that, hey, we want you. We really like what you bring to the table, uh, but it's your decision. And, and we respect, you know, how you want to be recruited down the stretch here. You know, he has a lot of respect for Vanderbilt and still does. Um, so that really stood out to me. He's very, very well spoken. I told him after we got done, uh, you know, if this football thing doesn't work out, you could end up in a broadcast. Booth. So I uh, really enjoyed getting to know him this week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, and watching him perform. And then Jalen Brown, the four-star wide receiver who ended up you know, signing with LSU. There was rumors about Miami or Florida State or Texas A&M, Georgia down the stretch. And he told me, look, all those schools were calling right in the final days leading up to his uh, signing um, ceremony. And he, in the end, he just said it ended up not being close for me. You know, I really just loved what Brian Kelly and that staff and Coach Hankton put together. Um, year one was really important. We bought into the vision. Uh, and he signed. Now he's here in San Antonio, and he looks really smooth in his routes. And he's one of the fastest guys out here. He got behind a couple guys today um, for deep balls and, and did that on Tuesday as well. I watched you know, a good bit of his practice. Uh, had a couple drops um, in, in practice on Wednesday that I'm sure he'd like back. But I think he's really shown that smooth route runner, that explosiveness uh, that you want to see. So he's somebody that didn't end up having the best senior year. They had some quarterback play issues at Gulliver Prep, but I think out here he looks pretty smooth. Um, quite honestly, that's a, that's the you know best way for me to describe him. He's not um, robotic. He's not um, you know choppy. Uh, he's just really smooth, uh, and so I think he's going to be somebody that could very well factor in early on. Now that Keishon Butte is out the door, maybe break into that too deep uh, as a freshman. There's a lot of talent at LSU coming back with Malik Neighbors, Brian Thomas Jr., Kyron Lacey, and guys like that. Uh, but Jalen Brown, if he can put on some weight, uh, kind of withstand getting in the mix, sometimes that um, SEC physicality of those defensive backs that have been there a while and been in weight rooms could play a factor. You want to see him get stronger. Um, I, I think the drops are a little bit of a concern for me early on this week, uh, but, you know, I really only only saw that on Wednesday and it was it was in some live settings. So something to pay attention to as the week unfolds. Uh, they've been working him. This is a wide receiver group that's very talented, uh, but he's definitely in that top rotation 
uh, for the East All-Star team uh, here in San Antonio. So I, I like what I see from Jalen Brown. I saw him as a senior make his debut for Gulliver Prep, uh, and now I've seen him in the All-American Bowl, and he looks like he belongs. So good prospect that LSU held on to late um, with plenty of schools coming after him. And then uh, you go you go to DJ Chester. Uh, I went and saw him right before he ended up making his commitment to LSU. Um, and again, another guy that told me, you know, it ended up not being close. Um, I just really liked what Brian Kelly and Brad Davis had, have going for them. This week, he's working at center, um, working with Connor Liu, uh, another highly touted offensive lineman for the East team uh, at that center position. And I'll tell you what, he's one of the bigger guys you'll see at center. Sometimes uh, in these all-star games, you see a center that might be a little undersized. Um, I, I remember seeing Cole Smith uh, uh, way back in the day at the Under Armour game. Uh, this is not the case. DJ Chester is a big boy in the middle. Uh, very comfortable calling the signals out. And for as big as he is, very comfortable snapping the football. I was really impressed with what I saw from him. Just his consistency and his snap count, uh, willingness to communicate in the middle. Uh, sometimes when, when they get in there and they're in the team setting and they're still working through these playbooks. Uh, he's in there and, you know, he'll get the sign from the quarterback and then kind of look over, look down. Uh, look over and, and just check and make sure things are all in place for these guys. So um, I'm excited to see what he does. He has a really good understanding, I think, of of what's being asked of him in the middle. Um, whenever they're doing their run run game, um, working their run game a little bit, uh, he's always very sure to make sure he turns the way they want to. And I know that sounds very basic, but he over-exaggerates it. Uh, and I think that stands out. Uh, I was impressed with him. I saw a couple of reps and one-on-ones during the joint practice on Wednesday. He went against Anthony James, um, I believe both times. Uh, he might've gone against somebody else the second time, but um, he had a good rep against Anthony James the first time uh, and then Stone stonewalled that second rep. So um, I was impressed with him. Uh, I think he's physically ready. He's somebody that's gonna arrive in June at LSU. Uh, Jalen Brown, by the way, is gonna be there in January as well. So he'll get a jump on things. Um, with the coaching staff. And I, I just really like um, where he's at uh, as far as physically, as far as what's being asked of him. Um, you know, we heard had heard that he's an interior guy for LSU. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And, and physically, he looks the part. He played right tackle um, in the state of Georgia this year during his senior season. Um, and I, I think you know, that was a good spot for him at the high school level to kind of anchor that right side. And he was on an offensive line that had Zachariah Owens uh, another highly touted offensive lineman. Uh, so he played that right tackle spot well. Now he moves inside. I think it's a natural spot. You look at the center position, Charles Turner got hurt in the bowl game. Marlon Martinez came in. I think that's a position that maybe not year one, because I, I do think even though Will Campbell and Emory Jones came in uh, and certainly played well for freshmen, that's not necessarily what you want. You don't necessarily want that type of expectation uh, for your true freshman walking in every year and having to play a lot. There are veteran guys that are going to be in there um, for that center spot and uh, battling away. But I will say, DJ Chester looks like a bona fide center. Uh, he reminds me a little bit of Lloyd Cushenberry. I'm not trying to put those expectations on him because I think Lloyd is one of the best centers uh, you're going to see come through LSU you know, for years. Um, that's how much I think of him. But DJ Chester looks like a natural at it here in San Antonio. So I've been very impressed with him. Uh, and then Michael Doherty, another early enrollee, safety out of uh, Grayson High School, very, very, very good program uh, in the Peach State. And he's been playing a little corner, playing a little nickel, playing a little safety. I think you're going to see him for the most part at that safety position for the game uh, on Saturday. So be sure to watch for him. He's somebody that I think 
has to get a little bit faster. You know, some speed development at LSU. Um, I know when he's been matched up in one-on-ones, and again, this is the best of the best in terms of receivers. You've got Carnell Tate, you've got Brandon Ennis, you've got um, Jalen Brown, you have all these guys running around out here uh, that are really, really talented uh, and can really go. Uh, and, and we've seen that at times uh, where they've gotten the best of him in terms of speed. Uh, he's not afraid to mix it up. He's not afraid to get physical. He needs to add some size to him. I think he's going to play that nickel safety role at LSU and, um, you know, be able to be somebody that's reliable on special teams. I'm interested to see how, as the week goes on, he grows and progresses because even though these, these practices and these, you know, all American games are very, um, sometimes in, in a vacuum, right? Five days or so, um, between the practices starting and then the game getting going, but you can see growth. You can see these guys settle in and say, you know what? I can do this. I can play at this level. So I'm excited to see what Michael Doherty brings to the table uh, the rest of the week. He has kind of been touch and go at times early in the week. But, um, you know, I can see what LSU saw in him as far as a nickel safety and somebody that can play multiple positions in the secondary as they rebuild, um, quite frankly, that whole room uh, at those multiple spots. So uh, that's the rundown on the five guys uh, that are here in San Antonio halfway through practices. Uh, they'll go again on Thursday. They'll go again for a walkthrough on Friday. They'll have an awards dinner on Friday night and then the game at noon central on NBC. So wanted to stop in, share some thoughts. We've been posting our takeaways and we'll have interviews with all these guys at thebengaltiger.com. Check us out. The new deal is out. Dollar for a year is gone, but the hats are still available. The Bengal Tiger Founders Club hats are still available. What you can do now is jump on board for $30 and that gets you on board with us until September 1st. So take advantage of that deal. It's still a pretty good deal. It works out to be a couple bucks a month. Um, so check it out at thebengaltiger.com. Hit that subscribe button to our YouTube channel. Tons of highlights. I've been clipping those things together all week to kind of stay ahead of it because we get so much uh, on each of these guys that are going to be suiting up for LSU here in San Antonio. So be sure to subscribe to the Bengal Tiger YouTube channel for more highlights from All-American Bowl. Uh, we'll be back later this week with another edition of the podcast as LSU gets back from the Citrus Bowl. Uh, we get settled back in uh, as well now that we're well into the new year uh, and starting off fast with uh, all-star games and transfer portal news. So Subscribe. There are some visitors coming into LSU this weekend. Uh, don't miss out on the scoop on those guys. Be sure to subscribe to the site. We will catch you guys later this week with another edition of the podcast. You won't have to listen to just me uh, babble on. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, we will catch you guys next time on the Bengal Tiger podcast. Thanks for listening.